Alright, just checking here the quality. I think we're good to go. <sighs> Once again, good morning. Today is the 27th. Yep, August 27th. It's all over. I'm about to get to Vegas. I'm literally like 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. I can see it. I'm going downhill right now. Uh, we're coming back from Utah. I was in Salt Lake City for like three days, more like four days. I was in Salt Lake City for four days. Uh, very beautiful out there. Right now, I passed Arizona, Arizona border. Uh, I'm in the I-15, so it's kind of like, uh, it's a small distance from to Arizona. Like it's a small gap, you only go through the state for like about 20 minutes and then you hit Nevada. So here I am, I'm just chilling. I got some breakfast already, a cup of coffee. Uh, I did a recording last week. Kinda like for the, for the recording of the week. And I did it with a new set of headphones. They're on some beats. Not the bulky ones, but like the single uh, single ones, but they're still connected. They're wireless, but they're still connected. They're like earbuds as well. And they also have like a built-in microphone, and I thought that I was going to do better, or I was going to get a better quality from it, and it turns out that that wasn't the case. The best quality when it comes to headphones is the ones that I'm using right now, which is the regular Apple Apple headphones. So I'm not going to upload last week's podcast. So I'll just do another one for the week. And we'll go from there. Now I know. I mean, this, this is new shit that I'm doing right now. So I, uh, I tend to make a lot of mistakes when I'm trying different shit, you know. But I'm, I'm learning from them. And I'm not going to use the headphones anymore. And I'm just going to stick to those, to these until I find something better because I do like one of the things that I like about podcasting is the quality matters a lot it's very important so for me that's what I want to have in my podcast as well so I want to have quality sound it really makes a difference it's very appealing when there's quality sound there with that being said I'm probably going to mention some things that I talked about last week a couple of things here and there but um I'll keep it simple, keep it relaxed. Let me enjoy my coffee, do a little bit of a cruise around, and let's see where this takes us. <coughs> Sorry. Guys, yeah, today's August 27th. Month is officially over. It's a beautiful day out there. I'm, like I said, I'm officially in Las Vegas. I can see the town or, or, the, or the city, rather, from, all, from here. Too bad that under different circumstances, I would probably stop by and just go get a couple of drinks. Maybe do a little bit of gambling. I'm not so much of a gambler, but I guess I'll I'll be willing to spend like a hundred dollars at the most, like in the slot machines or something. Just something to to pass the moment, you know. But I'm, it it really doesn't really get my attention. The casinos. I just feel that I have really bad luck, especially when I'm betting. So I, I don't, I don't bet. 
it's not my thing. Uh, but definitely, I like the drinking part. I like the drinking. You can drink on the street. You can, you know, you know. I, I like that shit. It's pretty fucking fun. And it's always best when you come with other people, you know. Right now, I'm just by myself. It's just really not that cool, I guess. And it's also 9.30 in the morning. I mean, what the heck. I'll try to see if uh, I'm heading back home today. I've been, I haven't been home since. It's been like two weeks already. I haven't been home in two weeks. Pretty fucking crazy because normally uh, because of trucking regulations and the hours that I work. Every week I at least got to take. A 34-hour re- uh, reset. That's what it's called. 34 hours. So I, I can't move the truck or I can't work for 30 hours straight. It's kind of like a day and a half. And usually, it, I have to take one every week. Now, with this thing that just happened to me, for, it was the first time that I didn't... I didn't have to take I didn't took a reset at home normally normally you do normally they make everything that that uh, try to try to make everything possible so that you can spend your 34 hour reset at home so you can go home pretty much and this time it wasn't the case I spent it in Salt Lake City uh, it was like Sunday and Monday so I spent that time over there instead of being home so that was my home time kind of thing so now i'm coming back with pretty much clean hours except for yesterday and today but pretty much clean hours i can do another another job you know because i have the hours so it's not guaranteed for me that i get to go home when i get back even though i'm heading back right now maybe they'll give me another order and then i'll be hitting the road for another four days you know four or five days so I really wish that's not the case. I really wish that's not the case, but who the fuck knows? I mean, if they give me if they give me work, we're living in a certain time, if they they give me work, I'll fucking work it. No. No complaint. Like I'm not upset. I'm just like, eh, if possible, let me stay at home for a little bit, but Uh, who knows I mean at the end of the day there's nothing else to do at home you know only we have a couple drinks here and there but nowhere to go nowhere's going out everything is closed so might as well keep on working stuff man and save money you know Um, but being on the road for like uh, for like two weeks straight I've been really attacking those podcasts that I listen to, you know, and I kind of like ran out of them already. I still have like two that I'm kind of like saving up because I'm saving those podcasts because I still have like a long way to go, you know. But also another thing that that I've been getting into lately is uh, listening to books. So I I started buying audio books. Usually I listen to Joe Rogan. They bring an an interesting guest. And the topic, I'm interested in the topic, you know, so I kind of like, 
I go, I go home, buy the, uh, I buy the book, download it, and I just start listening as a, as a podcast. Usually, I like, they're a little bit more. I gotta be a little bit more cautious with the uh, with uh, the audiobooks because at the end of the day, it is a book. It's not the same thing as a podcast, so it shouldn't be treated as the, uh, as the same. A podcast is almost like a conversation thing. Are you able to absorb more into it? And if you, and if you uh, skip a little bit of the conversation, you'll be all right. But not with the book because the book is like you might skip something really, really important, or like or you might skip a little bit of an important subject, and now you don't, you you don't understand the rest. So with books, you I really gotta have like a clear mind and very sharp mind and be like, all right, I'm gonna listen to this book. It's almost like if I sat down and read, you know, like you really gotta concentrate, which is hard for me to do something like that to concentrate and just kind of like stay in Zen mode. I'm always thinking, my mind is always moving. So I'm always trying to do that early in the mornings when my when I'm just waking up or something. I don't know feel that I'm able to absorb more information when that's the case so anyways I started listening to these books uh, one of the ones that I just finished is the uh, uh, actually I had one before now that I remember it's the uh, fingerprint fingerprint fingerprints of the gods by Graham Hancock and this guy, he's a writer. He's not a scientist, but he's a writer. And he's been collecting a lot of very interesting data that comes with the come, comes with the possibility of human beings living before we thought that they were like. They were like human beings at all. Let me rephrase that again. According to like regular, according to regular, like if you go to school and you may take a history lesson, how long have humans been around? And they would probably say about ten thousand years, about ten thousand years ago. That's when the first signs of intelligence or human intelligence came upon and the first civilizations would be like Egypt you know which is about like 6,000 years ago so with that being said hold on let me make a couple turns here uh, so with that being said Graham Hancock and his information it says that humans have been around for like for sure a hundred thousand years ago which is unheard of and it's very I mean, it's pretty fucking crazy to think something like that, you know? But there, there is evidence backing up his statement. But it kind of like 
if that happened to be true, let's say that that's the case, and then there is evidence, and and humans have been around 100,000 years ago. If that's the case, then it changes, it changes life, life perspective completely. Like that means that we we still need. We know nothing about our human civilization, and we know nothing about humans itself. You know, like it's almost like everything is figured out, everything is solved, and then there comes this guy showing evidence about like, no, that's not true. We actually been here before, and the reason that past generations have been here before, and they're no longer here, is because of like end of the world kind of shit, like fucking earthquakes tornadoes like kind of like the what the bible says like kind of like the end of the world kind of thing like volcanoes explode and everything everything gets destroyed and something crazy like that it's kind of like if yellowstone exploded if yellow if yellowstone explodes which is the super volcano it would kind of like, it would get rid of most of the most of the human population you know out of nowhere But uh, I've been listening to uh, Graham Hancock since like it's been years, and then I bought his book, but I never finished it. I never read his book, and the reason I didn't because it got a little complicated. It got a little complicated. I just feel that I wasn't collecting the data. I wasn't like reading it, and I didn't. Like, I learned more about the podcast when, when he was on the podcast than reading his book. I learned more about everything that he was saying than me reading his book. And the reason is because not, he was having a conversation, number one. And number two, it was, it was I don't know, it, it was, he was just throwing some basic points. And then on the book, he went a little bit more complicated, more in detail. And I don't feel that as, as a person who has not, uh, is not exposed to certain topics. Uh, I just feel that that's not, it's not good. It's not, it's not, you don't, you don't grasp that much information. Anyways, I read the, uh, I, I finally decided to buy the book, the audio book, and I read it. And well, I heard it, and I heard most of the thing, but listening to the whole thing, I gotta be honest, uh, I didn't understood much, and let me tell you why, you know, I kind of like said it already. To understand a book like that, you need to know a little bit more about history, especially about Egypt, you know? Like, there's different topics that you need to be exposed to so you can understand that book. And I didn't have that knowledge. So sometimes he talks, talk, he starts talking about Egypt. But I personally, I, I know a little bit about Egypt, but I'm not, I know fucking. I, I, I miss some shit, you know? So that was. That was interesting, I guess. So I was like, alright, I'll just leave it as this. I'll leave it for another time. 
And then I switch over to like something more, not more interesting, maybe something more I could, I, I'm able to understand. And that was another book that caught my attention that I've been wanting to get for the longest time. And that's, uh, what's it called? Chaos, the CIA and Charles Manson by Tom O'Neill. This guy, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And very amazing shit. Very fucking trippy shit, too. He, it's, about the, it's about psychedelics. It's about the CIA. It's about government uh, government assets. You know, it's it's... That's pretty fucking interesting. So the thing is about what happened in that, in that book or in that story is like, it's speculated because he, uh, Tom O'Neill couldn't really prove it. So there's not gonna be a lot of spoiler alerts, but not really, I feel that it, I'm only gonna butcher it a little bit or gonna talk about very important topics. But it's not gonna be enough with what I say compared to compared to like the actual book or getting the books. Uh, if you're into audiobooks or whatever, or you wanna get into audiobooks, I fully recommend it if you have the time for it, you know? Treat it as a podcast or something. Uh, but that story is very amazing because I, I'm always been really passionate about the uh, about the 70s and the 80s and the 60s, all the psychedelic movement. Because I'm very pro psychedelic. I'm very pro psychedelic. I feel that it it should not be a Schedule One drug. That's for sure. It should it should not be a Schedule One drug. Schedule One drug. It's a highly addictive. And no medicinal, uh, and no medicinal uh, purpose. Meaning, so it's very addictive, and we can even use that to heal people or to cure people. Examples like that is like a Schedule Two drug. It would be like, like opium, like heroin. I think that's a Schedule Two drug. And that's a highly addictive, but it has medicinal purposes, you know? Like you use that for morphine, or they create like Xanax or shit, like they create pills, ibuprofen, you know? So that's that's why it's considered a Schedule 2. Which is fucking amazing to fucking believe that that's not the fucking case with, with what's it called, with psychedelics. Let's see. So yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty fucking crazy shit. Which for me, I'm like, 
I'm always been uh, I'm always been trying to be involved in this war on drugs kind of thing because I know this is just a bunch of bullshit. I really don't believe in any of that shit. I don't believe in the world of drugs. We all know that at this point, it's just pure business. It's it, it brings a lot of money, and that's it. That's what moves the world. You know, there's no crazy conspiracy behind it. It's just kind of like how things are. Because originally I thought that it was like that they really they really didn't want it to expose the society as a to psychedelics because they were gonna wake them up or they were gonna give them certain type of awareness or they were gonna society was gonna fall as we know it if the movement from the 70s would have kept going you know but it got killed because they started the war on drugs at least that's part of that is true But I'm getting ahead of myself. No, not really. That's kind of like an important point to whatever I'm going to explain about the fucking book and everything that I learned. Because that gave me a different perspective as well. About the... Uh, about the war on drugs and the psychedelic movement and all that shit. Because... What Marilyn Manson did, he didn't actually kill nobody. But he was the head of the cult or the family, you know? So in a way, they were trying to charge him of fucking, of murder as well. Kind of for conspiracy. I think that's what it's called. Anyways, I'm going to simplify it. Let you guys know how this shit went down. There's a lot of fucking interesting points. Marilyn Manson Marilyn Manson Jesus fucking Christ It's fucking Charles Manson I'm over here thinking about that fucking singer The rock singer <laughs> Marilyn Manson I'm like Marilyn Manson how, how the fuck am I saying This shit It's fucking Charles Manson Jesus I'm fucking retarded Charles Manson Charlie Well this fucking guy He's been out of, in out of, and been been in and out of prison a lot of times. This motherfucker has always been released. He's been on parole. He moves out. He still commits crimes, and yet he is still released. That's one of the things that this guy found found, found out. Tom O'Neill, it's like a reporter. He found out that, and he couldn't understand like why was he being released multiple times. The last time that he actually got sentenced was when when. Um, the Hollywood murders happened. That's when he actually got like charged and like he went for to prison for good. And it happened in I believe it happened in August, August or July, of '67, '67 or '69. It's one of those. What happened there, and what what ended up happening. Is that these people, these hippies, sneaked out and went to some Hollywood houses and they massacred some people. They massacred the people who lived there. They killed them uh, with a knife, like multiple stabs. And then even and, and even a fucking woman, a pregnant woman, she got stabbed to death like multiple times. It was it was fi- pretty fucking dark shit, you know? And 
they were in a cult and they were in the Charles uh, Charles Manson cult called the family and then they killed they commit those murders and then I believe the next day committed a different murder similar to the previous one and eventually months later they get caught or whatever and they were hippies man and they get a re- they got a really bad image they got a really bad image because the hippies were supposed to be like fucking peace and love kind of thing like yeah we don't, we're not trying to harm anyone we're just trying to fucking relax and live life you know it was a hippie movement and to think about a hippie fucking stabbing a a, a, a pregnant woman until and fucking extracting that fucking baby it was pretty fucking dark shit you know so you don't you don't see hippies the same anymore you know obviously it, it, it kind of changes your whole fucking perspective your whole fucking mentality and it, and, and it mattered a lot even uh, it mattered a lot back in that time especially because there was there was a hippie moment there was different shit going on a lot of people were not working anymore they just wanted to live life and just fucking I don't know just fucking live differently you know that's what acid does for you <laughs> or psychedelics and uh, they got charged with these murders and everything but this guy who was making a report or like a book or publishing a book Tom O'Neill he was doing some research and while doing the investigation he realized that they kind of knew where they they kind of knew who did it you know they kind of knew because it took like three months to find the, the guilty persons of the murders but there's compelling evidence that it says that they already knew who they were and even Hollywood people didn't want to talk about it. I think Hollywood were very involved with Charles Manson. Because they would do like orgy shit and crazy shit. And it was pretty dark shit. It was pretty dark time. With that being said, then we got this fucking guy, Charles Manson. He's in and out of prison. This guy found out that how come this guy is always being released from jail, you know? He couldn't understand it. And he was trying to dig up more, dig up more. And eventually it turned out to be that he might be a fucking agent. Not, not an agent. Uh, what's the right fucking word? Like a spy? No. What's the right fucking word? He was like a government asset. He was doing shit for the government. He wasn't on a payroll. He wasn't doing anything like that. He was just like doing the dirty job of the government. And it turned out to be most likely the CIA. Crazy shit. And back that back in that time, they were doing a lot of testing with LSD. The CIA was doing a lot of testing. Um, and they were experimenting on fucking people on acid. Um, sometimes voluntarily, sometimes involuntarily, like this fucking shit, crazy shit that they did about a Operation Midnight Midnight Climax, in which uh, there was like a brothel, and 
and guys would go over there to have sex with prostitutes, but then the prostitutes would fucking pour them LSD in their drink or something, and they were having like, they were tripping balls while having sex or whatever, and then there's a fucking screen in the room, like a mirror, a mirror thing, like you can see, you can see that room, but they can't see you, one of those fucking rooms, well that, that shit fucking as real as it gets, that's no, that's not a fucking conspiracy. And then, uh, and they were just watching and see how they, how these people reacted, you know, with LSD. I mean, granted, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. And LSD was a new fucking thing, you know. And they were trying to know. Eventually, the main point of the CIA was trying to figure it out if, if you are able to control or influence people with LSD. Which, spoiler fucking alert, that is a fucking true statement. That is true. You are able to do that. It's pretty scary shit. It's pretty scary shit, I gotta say. Uh, but I'll get I'll get into that topic in a little bit. Just to finish up the fucking topic about this fucking guy. It turns out that, yeah, of course they knew. They knew that this guy was fucking... No, he doesn't. He didn't know. It was very speculated this guy was involved into that shit because he was in and out. He was in and out of a fucking jail, even though he was violating his parole. He still kept committing crimes, you know. And even I, and it's even believed that the agency knew about the murders or that the murders were were going to happen before it had happened. You know, they were aware of it. So that's a, that's pretty fucking crazy. And uh, what else happened? I'm trying to remember here. Well, yeah, it had to do with the fucking cult thing. It was like this guy was saying that how the fuck that he knew, and according to him, maybe the maybe the government agency, let's just say that the CIA was training Charles Manson how to fucking control people. You know? That was the whole fucking idea. He was the guinea pig and he was being trained and then he was training other people. Like, Charles Manson was training the family and he would talk about very fucking psychedelic shit that I gotta say, it's very, under the right circumstances, it's very... There can be a lot of truth in it. He was saying a lot of crazy shit, but not really if you're an acid. If you're an acid, you have a little bit, a little bit of a, dispe- a different perspective because your 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 ego starts dissolving, and you become something else. I don't know how to explain it, but you become something else. You become more truth. Well, that's what I, uh, from my experience, I became more truth. I became like the person who. Who I'm supposed to, who I am originally, but then I have to go back to this person that I am, and, and, and a person with ego, which everybody has to have ego. We gotta have ego. That that was like a different level. I, I can't really explain it, but it had no ego. What I became, it had no ego. It wasn't no longer me. It wasn't no longer uh, this kid or this this guy with the family who lives in. 
in, in, in the United States. And it, it no longer mattered. Nothing of that matter. It was just, I was something else. I was something beyond that. I can't really explain. Words cannot really explain the psychedelic mentality. But I realized that I am everything and I am connected with everything. And we are connected and we are part of everything. And we are all one. And then there's this guy comes over, fucking Charles Manson, and he starts saying something along those lines, let's just say. Something along those lines that are very appealing, especially if you're under the influence of LSD. But then he started turning into something else. He started using certain tactics. He started like slowly but surely going in a different direction. And next thing you know, you're in the fucking cult, man. Next thing you know, this motherfucker got you by the balls. And that's what he did. He grabbed everybody. But... But then again, how the fuck did he knew how to do that? Because he's a fucking clever man. I don't fucking think so. And this guy, the, the fucking uh, the writer, doesn't think to, doesn't think so either. He was just a fucking criminal. That that we know. He was a fucking criminal. And how, how did he learn how to manipulate people? That's when the fucking CIA comes in. You know, the CIA was doing wanted to do some crazy shit to the point in which like can we make can we make a person go against his morals and let's just say kill someone on command without his knowledge kind of like be, it's like if he got hypnotized or something you know is that possible through something like LSD truth is it is it is fucking possible that's scary fucking shit it is possible under the right circumstances and the right fucking training you can hypnotize slash manipulate somebody and to do something that either they don't want or they have no awareness of doing. Kind of like... Um, kind of... It's very similar, by the way. It's just that this is a little bit more fucking fiction into it. But I don't know if you guys have seen the... Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Captain America Civil War. Remember the fucking guy with the fucking metal arm? This fucking guy with the metal arm. That he was... That, that somebody reads a fucking book and says certain things. And now all of a sudden this motherfucker is in training mode. If you finish the whole sentence, his fucking brain will trigger. And if you say the right words, his his brain will trigger. And now he's like a fucking ultimate soldier, badass soldier that only listens to command. Like a robot. It's kind of like he, com he, he converts into a robot. And... And then he has no knowledge about it. You know? That's movie-like. But that same thing you can do. You can do and you can send somebody to kill someone. And that person will never know that. Was never aware that he was hypnotized or whatever. Not only that. You can also implant fake memories into someone. You can make them seem like, oh, you act this actually happened into somebody's mind. With LSD. You know? So that's all the fucking crazy shit that was happening back in the fucking 70s. Well, the fucking hippie movement and everything. 
that's as real as it gets because they were scared of the fucking communists and uh, they wanted to get they wanted to get they wanted to create these fucking badass fucking soldiers and shit. You know, it was crazy shit back in that. Well, I'm pretty sure it's still crazy shit right now. But anyways, after listening to all that, I came with a different type of conclusion than what I originally had about the whole fucking psychedelic movement and everything. Because originally, I thought that I thought that they just didn't. No, you know what? It's a little bit similar. It's a little bit similar. But I was thinking, but this guy like, it's more like a theory, a personal theory. But it might be true with knowing what I know, and it has to do with uh, it has to do with music, and it has to do with the hippie movement. Obviously, some people are more are more prone to like be able to be ma- I don't know manipulated. I don't want to say that word. Sounds too fucking aggressive. Influence, you know, yeah, influence. A lot of people are more prone to be more influenced by other people. Like me personally, I am. I feel that I tend to be a little bit more influenced. I don't feel that I'm so much of a personal mentality. I like a lot of shit for sure, but I do like to point my me being aware that I might be influenced or that I have a. I tend to be influenced a lot. I do point my direction towards like people who are like, yeah, I would like to be influenced by this type of people, you know? Does that make sense? It's kind of like if I know that I am a little bit of a... can be influenced, not quickly, but... Eh, I, but I can be influenced, let's just say. Me being aware of it or having that type of knowledge, I do try to aim my direction to something like oh if I'm gonna be influenced I wanna be influenced by some people that I like or, or this type of moment or, or you know you know what I mean well then there's this fucking this fucking hippie movement the music everybody's doing acid after everything that I said about being influenced now imagine being in a concert talking about against the war talking about living in peace talking about quitting your job Talking about society and its flaws. Talking about the the hypocrisy about life. uh, uh, Society, rather. And you're under the influence of acid? No wonder this fucking thing started the fucking hippie movement. You know what I mean? Like, if you go to a big concert and you start listening to that shit, start listening to the lyrics, that's that's life-changing. It can change your life. I know so because it did to me. For some reason, I just I always wanted to do like a little bit of LSD or like mushroom or whatever and listen to some music, not present music to be honest, not present music. I almost, I almost kind of like what was like, what the fuck is going on? What was going on back in that time? That was even before I knew about Charles Manson and the whole fucking deal on the CIA. I was just interested in the hippie movement. So then I started listening to rock, and I started listening. To, I started. I, I started. I was. I started doing acid. And I was listening to rock music. And it was a fucking game changer. And I almost thought that I was living that era once again. That's how it feels. Like if I was living that moment once again. I was feeling the same thing that those people were feeling back in that time. 
it, it, it gives you a feeling and that feeling comes from back of that back in that time it's a little hard to explain especially if you've never done drugs <laughs> not that I recommend them don't do it just admire them but uh But yeah, I almost felt that I've, I almost felt that I felt a hippie moment in this in this day and age just by listening to music back in that time. And I can only imagine if everybody's listening to that music, how is fucking changing society as we know it? You know, how we how we know uh, how, how how this fucking hippie movement grew up to be so so big. And the conclusion is they were being influenced. Not so much that they don't have a mind of their own, or that I have a, or that I don't have a mind of my own. It's just that your ego dissolves and you start seeing life with different eyes. And if they expose you to some truth or something that really matters, because all, because that matter, it matters. The lyrics matter. Whatever they were saying matter. And it's not that talked about today's age not not that much you know it's truth it's honesty it's, it's like someone like be yourself kind of thing that's why I fucking love stand-up comedy it's kind of like the new kind of hippie movement stand-up comedy in the comics I always comics they always kept it real they always seem very honest they always seem like they just don't give a fuck that's it We're, they're the outsiders they're the outcasts Fuck it. We don't give a fuck. You know? So that's pretty fucking amazing. That's why I fucking like stand-up comedy. Um, but yeah, man. Pretty fucking crazy shit. It's a fucking crazy world that we live in, you know? We just... We just... At this point, we don't know what the fucking government is up to. And you always gotta distrust them. Never trust the fucking government. That's my fucking advice number one. Never go for the left and never go for the right. You know? At a certain point, you gotta fucking give it up. It's fine to play the game every now and then. You know? Somebody new comes over. It's like... They, they just want to fucking get us interested in the fucking politics when they bring somebody like Bernie Sanders or somebody like Tulsi Gabbard or somebody like Andrew Yang. For for It's always like... Oh, there's something new, and this guy looks fucking cool. Yeah, but he's never gonna fucking win. He's never gonna fucking win. You know? It got exciting for a little bit because of like, oh, what if? What if? You know? Imagine if fucking somebody like Tulsi Gabbard won. Would she, would she actually have the, cap, the, the ability to pull everybody from the war? You know? Because that was her fucking main statement. We're going to bring everything back and we're going to reinvest all that money that we're spending on wars. We're going to reinvest it here where we need it. Which is true. We need the fucking money in this country. Not to give it away, but we need to supply it more. We need to help fucking... We need to help rebuild the fucking streets. Not the literal streets, but society. There's low-income places that they, 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 they can do a little better. I feel that... We need to be more invested in this country before going to another ones. But maybe the other question is, is this country as strong as it is because of what it, because it's involved everywhere? 
Is this country the most badass country because they sell missiles to the fucking whoever, you know? And the moment that we pull out from the fucking war, somebody else got to do it, right? It's not that we if we pull out from the war, maybe Russia has a fucking open road and be like, fuck yeah, everything for me. And then next thing you know, Russia gets super big. And he wants, and, and he wants to get rid of the United States. That's like that's kind of almost like an endless war kind of thing, you know. So kind of like you understand both perspectives. We live in a fucking interesting world. We live in a world in which like peace very unlikely to be achieved, but harsh reality. Are we actually meant to live in peace? We've been living a war for the longest times. There's always been war. You know? The only difference in today's age is like, well, there's no more honor anymore. Maybe they used to fight for honor. I don't know. There was respect. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But then again, we cannot we cannot live only in war. We're not fucking savages. Is balance the fucking key of all of this? Who the fuck knows? I feel a little compelled to say that it might be it. And it sound and not sound it doesn't sound very appealing because who wants war? I don't want it. You know? But I'm sure some people out there do. Like the in, in what is it called? What are these motherfuckers called? The industrial complex. industrial complex something like that the industrial complex something these motherfuckers that means that they make business in war that's business it's just pure business it's like and it's a very profitable business can we stop something like that not fucking really same thing with the war on drugs you know it's pure business they don't focus they're not really they don't care about our health that's not what this is happening for and we gotta know that by now we gotta know that there's a bunch of bullshit here and there now what is it for my part I'm still gonna be talking about it because it's the least that I can do talk about it make sure that uh, my that my opinion is out there and this is my, the way that I believe but live in an interesting world of balance I guess shit my throat hurts already I probably I had another I had another things to talk about but I'm probably just gonna call this uh, the, another podcast for today and I'll just talk a little bit about uh, the next one there was another book that I read about breathing and meditation and the whole fucking deal but I'll leave it for another time. I still have plenty to talk about, but I need to practice more on my fucking talking, man, because my fucking throat is fucking killing me, man. But yeah, man, without further fucking ado, let's just fucking call this a day. I'm just leaving Las Vegas. I can see it. No, I can't see it anymore. I just passed through it like 30 minutes ago. Hopefully I get to go home today. 
and today is the 27 so hopefully i need wi-fi to upload this shit man so hopefully i get to, i get to be home and i can upload it today or tomorrow the latest and then i'll do another one at home with better quality with video and whole fucking deal you know try to amplify this a little bit better and we'll go from there all right fucking see you guys later and have a good have a good, have a good one peace